With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Martin Lee, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Red Bull Racing and Aston Martin have both been found to be in breach of Formula One's cost cap rules. We're going to tell you exactly what they've done and what it means. We'll ask everything that we know about the overspend from Red Bull so far, how the teams are policed and why we're still talking about last season. And after today's news, what it means for the teams who have complied. Let's get up to speed with Autosport's Luke Smith. Now, Luke, a lot of misinformation or opinion already flying around online. What exactly has F1's governing body, the FIA, said a few moments ago? So the FIA released a statement this afternoon. It's been expected for uh, a number of days. We were due to find out last Wednesday, actually, what teams had complied with the budget cap or not. That was then pushed back by the FIA until today. We received it at 4pm UK time. It confirmed that, as you said, that uh, Red Bull Racing and Aston Martin have both been in breach of the FIA's financial rules for the 2021 season. In Aston Martin's case, it's a procedural breach 
So that means it did comply with the cost cap. It was under the $145 million limit that is set for the 2021 season. In Red Bull's case, though, it did not. It was guilty of a minor overspend breach. That means that it was within 5% of the budget cap, but obviously 5% of $145 million is quite a lot of money. And that, I think, is what is causing concern among the other teams. Red Bull have come out. They denied that was the case. They said that their submission was below the budget cap. So it's, uh, yeah, a story that is going to run and run. But we've now got confirmation from the FIA nine teams met the budget cap for last year one did not and that one was Red Bull Racing and what exactly have Red Bull responded with in their statement so Red Bull have come back and said they were surprised and disappointed by the FIA's findings. They said that their cost cap submission was below the $145 million limit. So you've got to uh, wonder sort of where the discrepancy has come, what the FIA has found that clearly was not in Red Bull's submission or the different way it's been interpreted or something like that. And uh, yeah, Red Bull have said they're considering options. Obviously, they now need to go back and forth with the FIA as to the next steps as to what they've done, how they've come to these two sort of different sides of, of, of the case how the FIA can find they were above 145 million and Red Bull say they weren't and then go from there. But yeah, it's definitely an interesting case for them to immediately come out swinging. And uh, Christine Horner right the way through this has been saying we were in line with the budget cap. We did comply. We didn't go over the limit. And even with the FIA putting out this statement today, they're still saying that. So there must be a loss of confidence from Red Bull that they were in line with the financial rules. Even over the Suzuka Grand Prix weekend, it was still being talked about Ferrari's boss, Mattia Bonotto, even talking about the time advantage that could be gained from even a minor overspend. And he was specific in saying that. How have other Formula One teams reacted, if at all, so far? So there's not been any immediate reaction this evening. Obviously, Red Bull put out their statement and, and what they said, but Aston Martin, we've not heard from them about their procedural breach, which I'm sure we'll get onto. And the other teams, yeah, they've not said anything either. But I think that it's been quite clear right the way through this saga, ever since in Singapore, when it started to emerge, that there were a couple of teams that may have been in breach of the budget cap or of the rules. The likes of Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull's direct rivals, they wanted significant penalties. They've been quite clear that this is something that really, needs to be dealt with in a very serious way. The budget cap was introduced to try and curb this wild team spending, make F1 sustainable as a sport moving forward. And the feeling is that if this fails at the first attempt to try and enforce it, then what precedent does it set for the future? Then does it not complicate the budget cap moving forward and make it difficult to really justify uh, as we go ahead into the following years when it does come down even further so I think for the likes of Ferrari and Mercedes they will say well look even if it's an overspend of say a million dollars or something like that in terms of the development race that could be a huge thing that could be the difference between winning or losing a race or if you look at the 2021 season and how close that was winning or losing a championship there's also that and the sort of hangover I guess you could say the carryover as we go into 2022 and beyond Although the budget cap was set for 2021, things you learn through that year, things you do could carry into 22, 23 and so on. So I think that's the worry for the main rivals. Although they've not said anything yet, I think that when we come to Austin, the next race, and we hear from the team principals, the likes of Toto Wolff, Matteo Bonasso, I'm pretty sure they're going to be quite clear in their views because, yeah, they've been clear from day one. Even if it's a minor breach, there does need to be a significant punishment for it. And what has the cost cap, which is the first time that Formula One has operated under this, meant for the teams in terms of how many people work for those teams and the ability for them to develop a car through the season? 
It's had a really big impact. So this was something that, as I said, was done to make F1 sustainable. For a lot of teams, smaller teams, the likes of Alfa Romeo, Haas, Williams, to them, it didn't make a big amount of difference because they were spending well below the budget cap anyway. But then you look at Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull, they were spending around double what the budget cap is. So it was a big, big climb down for them. They had to make a lot of cuts, a lot of big changes. A lot of them looked at putting personnel into other sort of programs or categories. So with Ferrari, for example, they've got their Le Mans hypercar project Red Bull they've got their powertrains project which is outside of their F1 team operation and, the, and therefore the budget cap uh, in Mercedes case they've got their advanced sort of engineering division as well so there's a lot of cuts that can be made a lot of ways you can sort of repurpose people but ultimately there did still have to be redundancies and it's something that Toto Wolff spoke about he said we had to let go a lot of very very good people so coming in line with the budget cap it was a very painful experience for a lot of the teams and they had to lose people which again that's real lives it really matters and also on the development side as you say yes it did have a really big impact because you could say in previous years that the car we've built isn't very good or it's struggling in this area as Mercedes found at the start of this season let's just throw as much money as we can at it fix the problem and it'll all be okay but now you can't do that anymore you need to be really methodical with your spending because not only are you thinking how much can we spend on this year's car but also what budget would it take away from next year's car as well when we want to shift resources and make sure that we're even better than the opposition in the following season so it's had a really really big impact a lot for the teams to adjust to and that's why this first sort of trial and this this first go at it was so so important for everyone to come in line a particular sting in the tail with Red Bull as well because one of the most improved teams from the beginning of the year not scoring any points in the first three races uh, or no points in two races of the first three of the year to unveiling an, an a much more tailored lightweight RB18 as the season has gone on. They've developed really well and we should be celebrating Max's second world championship, but the headlines are being dominated by this. But the headlines were dominated over the Singapore weekend to begin with. That's when it first surfaced. What actually happened over that weekend? Well, it was when, yeah, these first reports, I believe it was in the German and Italian media, did leak out and it was suggesting that it may have even been a major overspend by as much as $10 million and that led to a lot of uh, yeah a lot of questions being put Red Bull's way and from day one Christian Horner was absolutely adamant we did not breach the budget cap and he even said that some of the statements from other team bosses such as Toto Wolff, Matir Bonotto were defamatory uh, well I must say also he didn't actually name those people so it's very very clear to be sort of with the specifics of all of this but it's uh, yeah he said that I, I find it defamatory and yeah Red Bull would consider their options like because it was a very big claim to make against the team and say that they were in such a big breach in the end it is what's considered a minor breach as i said so within five percent of the budget cap i believe it equates to about 5.7 million pounds but even so it's been very very clear from from red bull that yeah they feel they were completely in line and that singapore weekend was really really fraught with a lot of tension a lot of discussions about has there been a breach who's guilty who is not and i think that when it came to getting the fia's report today there was kind of an expectation that tensions are cooled a little bit and it might be a bit of a damp squib. It might say that actually, no, everyone's in line and there's nothing to see here. But the fact that we've now got this sort of this this confirmation from the FIA that there has been a minor, minor overspend breach by Red Bull, it definitely resurfaces the questions. And yeah, I think for the other team bosses, they'll probably be looking at what they were saying and said, well, look, we told you. Now, there is a difference between a minor and a major breach, and that includes the punishment that is doled out. That's already determined in advance. Do we have any clue yet, though, what that punishment could be for Red Bull? 
So the FIA financial regulations, they set out the process and it says that in an event of a minor overspend such as the one that Red Bull has been deemed to have made, there is something called an accepted breach agreement. Now this is a agreement that is struck between the FIA and the team that's involved and basically they will sort of come to a, a discussion and, dis and talk about what the punishment should be so it may be things such as a budget cap reduction in the future it may be things such as reduced testing time reduced aero testing it might be that they are forced to sit out a practice session or something like that and that's that's something that basically the two parties work on in a quite a sort of um, a mediated process so there will be the talks between them but ultimately it's down to Red Bull to decide whether they want to accept that agreement or not and ultimately if Red Bull is absolutely adamant in saying no we did not breach this then they may say no we're not going to accept it because if you do you have to yeah you have to say you're guilty you have to say that you did breach the regulations so i think that's going to be the first step if they don't come to some kind of agreement between it, it then goes to F1's cost cap adjudication panel. Uh, that's an independent body that's set up to look at the whole process, look at what happened, do a proper investigation, and then go from there and then look at penalties. Again, it could be things such as reducing aero testing time, reducing contract testing time, and things like that. And uh, yeah, but I think the big thing is the, the possibility of, say, Lewis Hamilton getting the championship back from Max Verstappen or something like that looking at the rules it doesn't seem that that's something that's really really viable and I think that that it's something that yeah maybe when we look at all of this we just need to consider that this is going to be an ongoing process between Red Bull and the FIA and uh, yeah but it's definitely going to raise big questions obviously about last year and how it was Max Verstappen came to beat Hamilton to the title and where this alleged overspend did occur. Now, that will definitely lead to some spirited online debate, to put it mildly. Stay around, Luke. Stay there, because we'll come back in a second and talk about which team had already broken the cost cap. Many people don't realise that and what the solution was, what the punishments could be and what it means for the future of Formula One. Stay there. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome back to the podcast. So already seeing reaction today of people saying, well, the rumours are in Dutch media, this overspend is on catering and a miscalculation on holiday pay. Other teams are bound to say, but we didn't miscalculate those things and therefore we spent money on those and didn't do aero work. Now, the FIA have been more open about this process, but we've only got part of the solution. We haven't actually heard the punishment yet. When do we think we might find out more details? 
Honestly, it's impossible to say. It's not going to be quick, I don't think. I think that particularly as Red Bull have made that statement and said that our submission was below the cost cap, I think that that's a sign that this is something that's going to go back and forth and rumble on and on. So I would really not want to put a time frame on it. It could be weeks, could be months. I really do not know. But it's the kind of thing that, yeah, I think the possible severity of the punishments, I think it's the kind of thing that both parties will want to make sure they get absolutely right. And I don't think they can afford to say, do a sort of half-baked and rushed answer. So yeah, I think this is going to be something that does rumble on for a little while, definitely. Neither team, Red Bull or Aston Martin, who we haven't talked about a lot, are more of a procedural breach in their case. Um, Neither team are the first, though, to reach an agreement with the FIA over cost cap procedures. That's actually happened already with Williams. Doesn't get talked about very much. What happened earlier this year? So, yes, Williams were found to have made a procedural breach with their submission earlier this year. So all of the teams had to put in their uh, audit for 2021, I believe, by the end of April. And that's then given time for the FIA's financial department to do a full sort of look at it, a full audit of themselves and end up with this sort of resolution. And, uh, yeah, it turned up that the submission from Williams apparently didn't get in on time. Now, they said that was actually due to a third-party supplier, so they did submit it themselves on time, but then the uh, supplier they were using to help with their audit said, actually, we're going to be a couple of days late. The FIA was then informed by Williams that they were going to be a couple of days late, but it was uh, it was still it was still late. That was a thing. So, in the end, Williams did have to have a discussion with the FIA, talk about what happened, and they came to, yes, this accepted breach agreement, agreed on a $25,000 fine, and uh, yeah, so they were the first ones. And that was noted in the FI statement today as well, saying that Williams had made this breach, but we already knew about it, a procedural breach. Aston Martin has also made a procedural breach, but we don't know yet what exactly that was or what it entails. And there's been no statement from Aston Martin about it so far. Now, finally, we've got a short break until Formula One's back in Austin next weekend. So a little bit of time to talk about these things, but then the F1 paddock will be all in one place I'm sure it'll be talked about. What are the risks involved in this decision? Too harsh, as you say, Verstappen losing his title. The sport's going to look really bad from the outside. And too lenient, if you can overspend by almost £6 million or $7 million and be let off with a slap on the wrist, a fine, maybe missing an FP1, doesn't that make the de facto cost cap 100% plus 5% because teams next year are going to take that risk or even this year. It's actually a really serious and complicated issue to navigate. It is, yes. And that's the thing. You could get this situation where teams are kind of playing chicken with the budget cap that they're saying, oh, well, if we can spend 105%, as you said, then, okay, let's do this extra upgrade or, ah, we're neck and neck with our rival team for the championship. Look, we know that if we overspend by $500,000, it'll only result in X penalty. Therefore, it's worth it. Let's go for it if we can win the championship. So it is quite a, yeah, quite a slippery slope and a dangerous situation. And that is why the likes of Ferrari and Mercedes have been so clear saying that you can't let this be compromised. You can't say it's okay to spend X plus Y. You have to say, no, the budget cap is what it is and you do not go over it. Otherwise, I think to quote Laura Mekis, the Ferrari Sporting Director, it could be game over for everyone's budget cap after the first year. It's a really, really important situation for them to manage very, very carefully. I think that it's important in all of this to know that, yeah, Red Bull does, of course, have the right of reply. It is very clear in saying that it feels its submission was below the cost cap. So I think we're going to see the back and forth between Red Bull and the FIA and see what kind of agreement they come to. Uh, You mentioned the, the Dutch report as well about where the alleged breach did occur. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
again, that's something that I think will need to be navigated and explored by Red Bull with the FIA. But yeah, it's, I think, just such a big political story. That's the thing. Like, this is really going to run and run. And I think that we need to yeah not lose sight of it we may be into the final four races they may, may be dead rubbers in terms of the championship max has happened is world champion but politically i think we're up for a very very important period for formula one's future as they decide what happens with this budget cap stay tuned to autosport.com for the latest news we'll have a full report of course every thursday in autosport magazine and we'll see you soon With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up, guys? This is MMA fighter Clay Guida, and I'm not afraid of anyone or anything. But losing my hair was an entirely different kind of fight. So if you're suffering from hair loss like I was, then you got to check out my boys at Bosley. Pound for pound, they are the champions of hair restoration. That's why I turned to Bosley to get my hair back. The entire Bosley team was so professional and kind from start to finish. All it took was a simple one-day procedure, and I was on my way back to rocking my full hair again. So take it from me. Don't wait if you are thinning or receding. I'm so thrilled with my results, I just wish I would have went to Bosley sooner. It's time to finally knock out hair loss because the best is yet to come. Check out Bosley today. When MMA fighter Clay Guida was losing his hair, he trusted Bosley to get it back. Now it's your turn. Get a free information kit, plus get a $250 off gift card when you text CLAY to 203203. Text CLAY to 203203 or go to bosley.com. That's bosley.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 